0: This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How you doing, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And today, we wanted to do an episode a little bit different than what we normally do, and uh, a bit more of an opinion piece. Uh, Maybe last year, or in the past sometime, we've done an episode on applying in the United States, or in your home country, versus making your petition for Italian citizenship by descent in Italy. And so, we wanted to talk about, in this episode, maybe what might be better for a person, because there's always that question that everybody has, is it better if I go to Italy, is it better if I do it in the States, my home country, whatever. And so today, Marco, I think maybe the first question that we should start out with is, what would be the type of situation that a person might find themselves in that it might be the best idea if they are wanting to apply in the United States or if they rather should make their petition? In the
1: United States. Well, the first aspect to consider, I believe, is whether you intend to relocate to Italy now or in the foreseeable future. Because if you do not intend to relocate to Italy, at least for now, maybe you have that desire for the future. But for now, uh, you know, you have your job in the U.S., uh, you are settled in the U.S., and you do not intend to relocate to Italy uh, immediately or uh, in the foreseeable future. In that case. Uh, that's probably the first uh, thing that I would advise people to look at, uh, what your goal is in the short term. Uh, Because if it's not to relocate to Italy, maybe it's okay to do the process in the US. We all know it takes time uh, to apply in the US through an Italian consulate in the US because there are long uh, waiting times for an appointment. what is the process in Italy uh, can be quicker. Now, of course, uh, there could be people that are actually interested in staying in the US but want to get citizenship as quickly as possible for whatever reason. In that case, it could make sense to do the process in Italy as well. But ultimately, what I think is what counts is how quickly you need citizenship. And if you need citizenship very quickly, I would probably advise to consider the process, to do the process in Italy, which is definitely more expensive and it will require more effort because you actually have to relocate to Italy for some time. But if you're not in a rush, then you can choose the easier route uh, that maybe does not require any relocation to Italy and uh, you just go through the consulate and... Wait for the process to take place. You're going to have to be patient, but uh, it's it's a good option uh, if you don't want to make that effort to having to travel to Italy now. And so I think this brings
0: up an interesting point, though. Um, like you mentioned about if somebody is planning to relocate to Italy, but what if they're, say, planning to relocate somewhere else in the EU, Germany, Spain, Netherlands, wherever it may be, and maybe it's for a job is there any way to expedite the process if you are applying in the united states or outside of italy or is it really that whatever the time is that it takes to apply that's it takes as long as it has to
1: so first of all if you're relocating in another european country uh, for work for example you may be in possession of a work permit um, because maybe your employer wants you to move right away without having to wait for, for or for having to rely on the Italian citizenship to to employ you. And maybe your employer knows that you will become an Italian citizen, but they're ready to hire you anyway. Uh, and, and for now, they are okay with you uh, applying for a work visa. And if that's the case, you may consider to file an application for Italian citizenship through the local Italian consulate in the European country where... You're gonna relocate France or Germany or Spain, and that's because uh, those consulates tend to be uh, quicker in processing applications or or even to get an appointment to file the application uh, in comparison to Italian consulate in the U.S. And that's because, uh, of course, there is a very uh, like a much lower percentage of people of Italian descent in Europe than uh, in the U.S. So that may be uh, a quick option to consider, but only if you have a visa uh, already that allows you to relocate in that country for work or for uh, uh, other purposes like study or whatever the reason may be. But you have to have a visa for that country and a long-term visa that... uh, Because only if you have a long-term visa, the consulate in that specific European country will allow you to file the application for citizenship there otherwise the remaining options are to go through the italian consulate in the us and wait for your turn or to decide to apply in italy anyway and maybe just try to make the process as quick as possible uh meaning collecting the documents needed to support your citizenship application. that of course depends on on your specific case because if your documents are straightforward they require no amendments whatsoever uh it may be a very quick process to gather the documents to support your citizenship application on the contrary if your documents have a lot of problems uh, no matter how quickly you gather them you may have to go through complex amendment processes that take a lot Mm of time so the preparation of your documents may take time anyway Uh, but anyway you can try and make the process as quickly as 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 quick as possible and uh relocate to italy for some time um to do the process there and and subsequently relocate to the other European country uh, where you're interested in uh, living in. Furthermore, uh, of course, because of the current global health situation, although most of the Italian consulates in the U.S. have reopened and they are slowly going back to normal, so there have been some delays um, because of the situation right now, there are some consulates, for example, New York, uh, that have that they are currently not releasing appointments because of the global emergency. So uh, be sure to uh, check with your local Italian consulate if they're accepting new applicants right now for the time being, or if because of the global situation, uh, the consulate is not accepting uh, even the ability to book an appointment. Uh, for the time being so i think it's very important to also understand uh, the current situation of the consulate that covers the place uh, in which you reside Uh, because some consulates are almost back to normal some consulates are still struggling with the uh, global emergency and they're slowly going back or trying to go back to normal
0: interesting so um, it does sound like that. Even in that situation, uh, it's it, all situations sound like uh, coming to Italy does help things to move faster. But um, of course, if if a person is wanting to um, consider relocating to Italy for their process of petitioning for their Italian citizenship by descent, what should they take into consideration? Is there anything? that it differs in the process, or differs in the the what you have to produce, or how they go about the process, that someone should take into consideration that might mean that maybe America would be the better choice for them, or that Italy would be the better choice for them?
1: Well, uh, when you apply in Italy, you have to consider that uh, the application will be evaluated by uh, the local municipality, so basically by normally one clerk working in the citizenship office of the municipality. Uh, Now, if it's a big municipality, uh, there may be one or more than one person who deal with citizenship applications. They may be familiar with citizenship applications. They may know what they are. Um, But if you're applying in a smaller municipality, uh, say a municipality with two or 3,000 people or even 5,000 people, uh, it's very likely that the there will be only one clerk working in citizenship office, uh, or maybe there's no citizenship office, and the clerk <laughs> who's dealing with applications for Italian citizenship is somebody who also does other things. Right. Maybe it's normally the clerk who works in the anagrafe and stato civile office, so the 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 deals with residents and vital statistics basically, and also deals. Uh, with citizenship applications now in those situations it's possible that the clerk in question doesn't doesn't really know the process works or or, or maybe they do it depends if they have uh, faced applications for italian citizenship citizenship before they will know mm-hmm. what that is but it's let's say it's not very uncom- extremely uncommon that you go to the municipality and say, hey, I want to apply for Italian citizenship, but they look at you and, like, what is this thing? Like, what are you talking about? And you end up having to explain to them right. uh, what the situation is. Of course, it's more likely that you face that situation if you're applying by yourself. Uh, if you're applying with Italian citizenship assistance or a company, of course, you're going to apply uh, in Uh, in the town where Italian offices are located and the clerk there is very familiar with citizenship applications. Now, the bottom line is, if you have a straightforward case, no questions will be asked. Maybe you will have to explain the procedure a little bit to the clerk, but uh, the clerk will basically understand what's going on and how to deal with your citizenship application. But if your application has some peculiarities and special circumstances... Uh, it may still be accepted, it may still be, uh, like these situations may still be understood by the clerk, but in those complex situations, I want to say that a counselor clerk will have a better understanding on how to proceed, like if you have adoptions or name change decrees or uh, other special circumstances uh, that allow you to qualify for citizenship, uh, a clerk in Italy uh, may not understand those. Uh, clerks in Italy, they're not lawyers. They're not attorneys right. uh, in most cases. So they, uh, the, the municipality may have an attorney inside the municipality that deals with other things and can have a better understanding of the citizenship laws involved. Uh, But if it's a smaller municipality, most likely there will not be uh, an attorney in the municipality that can help the citizenship clerk understand your specific case. Um, People at the consulate, so people who work at the consulate, they see very many citizenship applications every year because, especially in the U.S., there is a very large Italian-American community and people apply for Italian citizenship on a regular basis. So even if they are not attorneys themselves, they're very familiar with the laws involved and the procedure and they are in constant contact with, uh, for example, the Italian Ministry of Interior and uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Um, So it may be easier to explain to them a complex situation now uh, you asked me also what's involved in the application filed in italy and of course uh, it requires that you relocate to italy so if you apply in the u.s through an italian consulate you just uh, gather your documents and wait for your appointment at the consulate where uh, during which you submit all your documents. Now, with uh, the current situation, you don't even go anymore to the appointment. You file, you present the documents to the consulate through the mail, and then maybe there's a phone interview uh, with the clerk at the consulate. Uh, but if you apply in, in Italy, Uh, There will be an in-person appointment, at least uh, that's what happens in our town in Rovigo, uh, but I know a lot of other towns still do the in-person appointments, and you will have to relocate to Italy for some time, become a resident of Italy, and show up in person Mm -hmm. at the municipality uh, for multiple appointments, and formally submit your citizenship application. So it requires a relocation relocation to Italy. Uh, it requires that you have an apartment in Italy, a property where you can live, where you can establish your residency so you can't just go on mm-hmm. vacation to Italy to file your, your application. So they're two completely different processes.
0: So like you mentioned that, like just taking a trip to Italy is not enough, but you were saying having a property, this I'm assuming also includes having a rental property.
1: Rental property or if you own a property, that's fine too.
0: That's that's great. Um, Are are there maybe any other points that we haven't gone across that that maybe come up for you and your clients uh, that they take into consideration if they're deciding if they want to make their petition in the United States or their home country versus applying in Italy?
1: Well, those people who decide to file the application in Italy will have the ability to obtain a residency permit uh, valid for the duration of the process so while they are in Italy they will have a document that legally allows them to stay in Italy for the duration of the process but as people who apply in the US through an Italian consulate they will not be granted such residency permit so uh, some people ask me I have filed my application with the Italian consulate in Los Angeles I'm currently waiting for my Uh, application to be processed, can I relocate to Italy in the meantime? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately the answer is no, because your application is being processed by an entity abroad, so you're not entitled by law to that residency permit. You will have to, um, potentially you could withdraw your application from the Italian consulate and refile the application through an Italian municipality. That way you will be granted a residency permit for people who have filed the application in Italy, but it depends if it makes sense for you, it depends uh, if your application is and is at an advanced stage. So it's, if it's being processed and it's almost completed or if you just filed it, so it, it depends on the specific circumstances.
0: Interesting. So... Uh, would it be safe to assume that really once you make the petition you really don't want to relocate until it's finished regardless of where you are?
1: Yes that is the case and um, even if you relocate to another consular jurisdiction uh, if you were to proceed by the book you would have to inform the new consulate uh, that covers the jurisdiction in which you relocate that you relocated there, and formally withdraw the application from your uh, previous consulate and refile it in the new consulate. Uh, some consulates may allow you to maybe uh, skip the queue and get an early appointment or they may just tell you, uh, look, you have to Book an appointment now, and the appointment will be in a number of months from now, Mm -hmm. and then you can file your application here with us. So, it's normally not advisable to Mm -hmm. withdraw your application uh, if it's being processed by another consulate. Uh, It's not advisable to move while the application is being processed. So, I think you have to carefully uh, determine before you file the application if you will be staying, if you will be living in that jurisdiction long enough for uh, your application to be processed.
0: So then would it also be safe to say that the same would go for Italy, that you also don't want to move from municipality to municipality? And would you also have to, in that case, restart the process if you were to move to another um, uh, another comune?
1: Absolutely. So if like the requirement, the prerequisite is that you are a resident in that jurisdiction uh, for you to be able to use the office that deals with citizenship within that specific jurisdiction, be it a consulate or a municipality. So if the prerequisite is no longer there, so if you no longer reside within the jurisdiction of that office, you will have to start over in another office uh, located in a new jurisdiction where you relocated. Now, going back, though, to the question that you asked before in terms of what documents are required when you apply in Italy in comparison to an application filed at the consulate, normally the consulate requires more documents uh, than what the municipality in Italy requires because the municipality in Italy strictly applies the laws. So the the law says that uh, only the documents for the individuals in your Italian line are necessary. Birth certificates, marriage certificates, naturalization records of your ancestor. Uh, the consulate instead will likely require, depending on the consulate, extra documents uh, because they want to be extra cautious that the documents that you're presenting are actually pertaining to the Italian ancestor uh, and your uh, ascendants. So... Uh, they can better understand that if you also present, for example, death certificates, which are not required by the law, and if you also present uh, the birth and death certificates for the relatives that are not in the Italian line, so the spouses Mm -hmm. of the individuals in the Italian line. So, for instance, uh, if you apply in Italy through your uh, grandfather, you only need your uh, grandfather's birth certificate and marriage record, but if you apply uh, through your grandfather through an Italian consulate in the US, you may be required to also present your grandmother's birth certificate and your grandmother's death certificate, even if she's not in the Italian line, even if she's not of Italian descent, and that's because the consulate wants to be extra cautious, and they want to uh, be sure that your grandfather's birth certificate is actually your grandfather's birth certificate. So they wanna check maybe the information on the medic record to make sure that it ma- matches with your grandmother's uh, birth certificate. Uh, you know, the more pieces they have, uh, the more they can be sure that uh, you're not cheating and presenting <laughs> maybe somebody else's documents now not all the consulates require these extra documents so you have to be sure that you check your uh, the website of your local consulate to see what the requirements are
0: fascinating well you know i think this actually um, may be a great place to to end off this episode because this is really been fantastic to go over all of this, uh, like fascinating to think about the differences between the two and I'm sure there'll be people who find this helpful, who are thinking about, should I do this or should I do
1: that, what's better, how do I go about it Yes, and I'm sure people will have a lot of questions regarding the differences between, and the pros and cons between applying in Italy and in the US so maybe we can gather their questions if they have any and do a Q&A episode about the differences between applying in Italy and applying in the US
0: that's that's absolutely fantastic idea Um, if you do have any ideas be sure to leave those down in the comment section below here on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio only version feel free to send Italian citizenship assistance a message or come over to the YouTube channel (laughs) leave the comment over there but anyway Marco thank you so much for making yourself available uh, for this episode Uh, if anybody is wanting that help with going through the process how can they get in contact with you and your team
1: People can contact us through our website italiancitizenshipassistance.com or give us a call the number is on the website.
0: Absolutely fantastic and of course also if you're interested in more information about life abroad living abroad living in Italy as an Italian dual citizen in the country that both Marco and I get to call home be sure to come over to my YouTube channel and audio-only podcast, Not Your Average Globetrotter. You can find it on youtube.com slash Rafael Di Furia or just a quick search for Not Your Average Globetrotter on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platforms of choice. Again, thank you so much, Marco, for making yourself available for this episode. Thank you all so much for joining us. Stay safe and healthy out there and we'll see you all next time.
1: Later. Thank you.